Speaking of uh, dumb bullshit, we have to send someone over there to make sure Ben Carson's not Miss Hudding. Mr. Bannon, how are you? Televangelist gay sex drugs. Donald Trump has never thought outside the bun. If he has Mexican food, all of a sudden he's going to completely change on immigration. Nina Totenberg is like, woo! Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi I look isolated? I can't look isolated. You look isolated. Feel isolated. You're all the way over there by yourself. I'm over here. I see it. Isolated. Alone in my shell. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just like every human ever. You're anywhere, anytime. Mm hmm. You're just, you're in your alone place. Aw. Which, as I recall, is sitting atop a large rock in the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you recall correctly. That's right. I did. I had a rock as a child. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not a rock. He a had country. Iraq as a child. Well, just for a little while. Yeah. It was, uh... Everyone's had their turn with it. It was during the Bush era. Yeah. You didn't do anything better with it than anyone else, so... <laughs> no. I put up a lot of ribbons and bright colors uh-huh. everywhere when I was in a rock, when I was on a rock. It was great. great. Actually, I think that's what... that. This is my new theory. If we want peace in the Middle East... Yeah. Take some of, like, Central America's stuff. Okay. Like, they they have lots (laughs) of bright colors and dancing and celebrations. Take that over to the Middle East, where it's not that way. Like, every picture is very drab. (laughs) Can you imagine? So, are you proposing a... A Muslim carnival situation? Exactly. Wow. Muslim all? <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea. I I don't know how far we can go with this idea. I um I I don't see how any of it's a bad idea. I mean, I would kinda argue that any day in the bazaar, you know, is a is a pretty grand day. I don't know. I watched Aladdin, it didn't look great. Oh, it wasn't great for a lot. That opening scene was very, very unpleasant. A lot of institutional poverty. Yeah, Aladdin. he had to run, steal yeah. some stuff. I feel like he had a baguette in that movie. Yeah. Not authentic. No. Not authentic. Well, let's be honest. There's also a blue genie in that movie. There's a lot of things that aren't authentic. Yeah, but... We no genie's blue. Yeah, well, I was going to say. <laughs> but putting a French uh, bread item mm-hmm. into... a Clearly, you know, mm-hmm. a um, Arabic, I guess you'd say, yeah. situation. How long till they do a live action version of that? Never, hopefully. Now that they've done the Jungle Book and yeah. Beauty and the Beast, right? Like, I mean, clearly they're just working their way through all of them, all of the Disney movies that have existed. I, I'd, I'd go watch that. I guess Aladdin. Yeah, I think I would watch that. You think the CGI is good enough that that flying carpet's going to look real? It's not so much that I'm worried about. I'm worried about the giant snake. Giant mm. snakes always look bad in movies. Well, they're not... It's hard for them to cast because there aren't enough giant snakes. I know. Not in so, acting. So typically they have to find just a regular snake yeah. and then do makeup to make it look more right. giant. Right. It's, it's You it's, can always tell. It's hard. <laughs> it's really sad that more anacondas aren't in the biz. I I think it's a... It's it's snakest. <laughs> it's no snakest indeed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to Sushi Hi. Jackknife. <laughs> oh, it's so quaint that we're all here together. Here uh-huh. we are mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my place, in my place, cutting myself, listening to Coplay. I was lost. That's the saddest music to harm yourself to. If you're gonna harm yourself, at least do it to something. That's not. That's not true. With more drums. That's not true. What? That's not the saddest. It's not the saddest? No. What is the saddest? Clearly, you did not pay attention during the emo era, my friend. Oh. <laughs> but emo at least had a beat going. Do you mean saddest as in most pathetic? Yes, that's what I mean. Oh, well, then Creed. Has anyone ever harmed themselves to Creed? I would assume that many people feel... up on first listen of Creed within <laughs> within two to three minutes had harmed themselves i'm not talking about that kind of self-harm oh, okay. i'm talking about the kind you do to cope mm, you know mm, a, mm. a poor coping mechanism for your life maybe someone who was forced to listen to creed 
they would have to cope. Still, still doesn't count because then you're just trying to escape Creed. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The music is just a backdrop to what you would have done anyway. Right, it's right. It's not, you're not doing it to escape the music. That's fair. Yeah. What, what? I feel like we should welcome people again. That was, an, was another hey. another hard left turn. Well, welcome. Hi. If you stuck around through that. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a big show tonight. It's really big. It's Big League, you might even say. It's Big League. It's a Big League show. It is Big League. Big, big League show. It is Big League, Big League. <laughs> Whenever he says Big League, I just, I immediately imagine a baseball team of overweight people. I think that uh, Big League would be a good band name. Big League? Big League. Yeah, I think that's pretty good right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wouldn't make much sense in 10 years after Trump has been thrown out of office and tried for treason. Yeah. Um, but yeah. for now, yeah. it would really work. You could be all current and shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's in the news, Nathan? What isn't in the news? I have a ream of paper here from the Washington Post. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Letting mm-hmm. the listeners know. Well, at least you didn't rely on just a single source for all of your news. I went real hard on Washington Post this week. So much so that they told me I can't print anything more from them. I've been... So this week, speaking of one source, I've been not doing one source at all. I've okay. been playing this game. Okay. Where I pull up all of the news outlets. Yes. And I look all? at... All? All of the major ones. Okay. So I... For instance, last night, I had... CNN, mm-hmm. Fox News, mm-hmm. MSNBC, mm-hmm. ABC, mm-hmm. CBS, NPR. Mm-hmm. All up. Okay. And what I do is I look at the top story. Yeah. Um, Tells you a lot, right? What I have discovered is my least favorite news outlet is still Fox News. Okay. <laughs> but my second least favorite news outlet is yeah. MSNBC. Okay. And they can choke and die. Okay. All right. In in the middle of a terrorist attack <laughs> in Britain. In Britain. Yeah. Um all the other news outlets that was the top story. Theirs was about Democrats trying to undermine Trump somehow. I mean, which is most of their stories. Um focus on the big issue for a second and yeah. then get back to it. How about some breaking news, guys? Yeah. I don't I know that you want to talk about how <laughs> How uh, the Republicans went to Trump instead of going to their committee, which is a big deal. Not as big a deal as, I don't know, a terrorist with a knife going into town and just going crazy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, hey, MSNBC, shut up. (laughs) And Fox News, you... You're not off the hook. You still show. No, up. you're never off the you're, hook. Fox you're not News. real. <laughs> your, your crimes will be tried at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, NPR, by the way, uh, didn't let me down either. There. <laughs> so, uh, all of the other news outlets, it was just like this very sensational headline, and I can't remember the exact headline from NPR. But it was something about the political ramifications of. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds about right. It sounds Come about on. Right, NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sociocultural economic status among carrots. <laughs> I, I have multiple times heard, and I know I, I've probably mentioned this on this story, heard the same NPR segment about sparkling cider. <laughs> I've heard it three times now just randomly when i turned they, on the radio they do they do go they go hard on cider they're really pushing cider over at npr nina totenberg is like woo. they love their cider oh i heard that steve inskeep owns an orchard so it's you know mm. he has a vested mm. yeah it's mm. not it's not cool ari shapiro they got him peeling apples in the back mm-hmm. i don't know if it's a stereotype or not yeah but um, if it isn't, white people love uh, cider, and it should be a stereotype, and I want that done. Now. Uh, well, I think... I, whoever handles stereotypes, make that happen. <laughs> oh, hi, Steve. <laughs> Mr. Bannon, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, big news today, the biggest bigly news today. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> House leaders postponed vote on their health care plan. It's important to note 
whatever happens in the house, they are seeing, from what I understand, I could I could be wrong here, but they're seeing a different bill than the Senate will see. Well, the the Senate will see their bill and then change whatever they want to change right. because, you know, John McCain. It's the Senate and stuff. You don't tell John McCain no. If John McCain <laughs> says I want to change this in the health care bill, you go. All right, POW. Um, <laughs> All he has to do, he like opens his jacket yeah. and he's got one of those, you know. You know he's played that card at oh. least at least once. When people are questioning him on a bill, just go, "Oh, well, did you spend any time in a foreign prison?" Hmm. How about that? If he's used it once, he's used it a thousand <laughs> times. I mean, I'm not diminishing the fact that he was in a prison. Right. He was a prisoner of war. Well, and he deserves the right Respect. Yeah. to play that card he whenever he wants. Absolutely. He should be able to walk into any restaurant in D.C. <laughs> if they say there's no table, go, yeah, you know where else there wasn't a table? Uh, when I was a prisoner of war, had you know, to eat on the ground. You know, another time I couldn't get chicken fingers. <laughs> he's like, because he's an old white man, yeah. he's arguing with, um, you know, Zaxby's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know another place that was out of extra sauce? <laughs> That's why Lindsey Graham likes him so much. He oh. always gets the sauce. <laughs> he gets extra sauce every time. And he brings it to John McCain <laughs> in Senate hearings. Just mm. sli- When they're sitting around deciding how many missiles to sell to Bolivia or whatever, right. he's like, here you go, buddy. Some yeah. extra Zax yeah. sauced. Every That's how anything gets done. I hate, I've said this condiments. before. Condiments. <laughs> condiments. That's, that's the real work that gets done in, in Washington. The condiment lobby. Mm-hmm. Condiment huge. exchange right there. Huge. Huge. <laughs> I've said this once. I'll say it a thousand times. Um, Zaxby's can suck a dick for having to make me say salad. Just saying. Just saying. I'll say this a thousand times. <clears throat> Zaxby's? Meh. Yeah. I'm going to le- read you a little bit of this just so people know what's happening. <clears throat> House leaders postponed a vote Thursday on their plan to overhaul the nation's health care system as they and Trump struggled to meet demands of cur- cur- of conservative lawmakers who said they could not support the bill. House Republicans plan to meet behind closed doors later Thursday to figure out next steps. Leaders have told rank and file to be available Friday in the event a vote can be scheduled then. So it might. Oh, no. I've got more breaking news. Oh, more breaking? From within the hour. Oh, great. CNN news alert. I've not read the article because it was many words and I did not care. Okay. (laughs) White House officials and Speaker Paul Ryan tell House Republicans they're done negotiating. Wait, who said that to them? White House officials and oh. Speaker Paul Ryan say they're done negotiating. Ugh. They say Trump wants a vote on health care tomorrow. Oh, that's good. It's it's awesome because he's in charge of the Senate and yeah. everything and, yeah. the, and, and, and the Congress in general. It's cool that he's in charge of everything, like the House of Representatives. It's, uh, it's cool. It's cool. So, essentially, what they've said, Douchebag. if everything I've seen is correct, uh-huh. is fine. Just vote no on it tomorrow because everyone's going to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they looked they looked pretty unconvinced. I mean, I saw some numbers today, and I know I I sent an automated email to our senators, right? And I actually got a response. Within like a few hours, which one you get a response from? Both of them, really. Cor- uh, Corker first, and then Alexander. Actual response, boilerplate, but something. Okay. It was tailored to the issue of um, the ACA. They're so used to it <laughs> that they have a form letter. <laughs> they, do, they do ready, dear citizen. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, dumb bullshit, have you heard about this? Um, Again, this is all Washington Post today, guys. White House installs political aides at cabinet agencies to be Trump's eyes and ears. No. So, basically, they're sticking people from the White House in every um, cabinet, like right next to the office of the secretary or inside it to monitor... Uh, what's going on they're keeping people in line um the political appointee charged with keeping watch over epa agency administrator our buddy 
Cannibal uh, Scott Pruitt and uh, his aides has offered unsolicited advice so often that after just four weeks on the job, Pruitt has shut him out of many staff meetings, according to two senior administration And you officials. know you're a lunatic if Scott Pruitt <laughs> is going, we cannot shut let that guy in this up. meeting. <laughs> Guy's killing me. Um, <laughs> he is undermining the work we're doing here at the EPA. <laughs> Which is zero. Because now go club a, dead, or a baby seal. <laughs> go club it. Have, have we met our oil spill quota, quota for today? Have we? <laughs> You're you're in charge of just going and picking up some motor oil, dump it in the ocean, get back here. I want you all to go spray paint grass today. Scott Pruitt has a war on grass. Um, at the Pentagon, <coughs> at the Pentagon, they're privately calling the former Marine officer and fighter pilot who's supposed to be keeping an eye on Defense Secretary Mattis, the Commissar, according to a high-ranking defense official with knowledge of the situation. It's a reference to Soviet-era Communist Party officials who were assigned to military units to ensure their commanders remain loyal. Most members of Trump's cabinet do not yet have leadership teams in place or even nominees for top deputies, but they do have an influential coterie of senior aides installed by the White House who were charged... This is high. This is in dashes, so you know this is important. Above all, with monitoring the secretary's loyalty, according to eight different officials in and outside the administration. Makes perfect sense. You know, you got to have somebody there to make sure that every insane thing you say is upheld. I, I just want everyone to think about this for a minute. Delve into this this person's mind yeah a human being was allowed to nominate other human beings that he specifically wanted he chose to be in charge of these areas Uh none of them make any sense no none of them should be appointed to any of the positions they're appointed to nevertheless right it was done yes these people should be loyal to him for their job Correct. Instead. <laughs> Stick with the, Nathan here. The paranoia in the person's head goes, no, no, no. I can't trust Ben Carson over there at HUD. <laughs> we have to send someone over there to make sure Ben Carson's not miss hudding Because he doesn't know what HUD does. No. He thinks HUD is a verb. <laughs> right. I'm going to go HUD. Yeah. He, he put Ben Carson in charge of hudding. He doesn't want him to miss HUD. Um, and he does this everywhere. Exactly. He does it in every agency. That would be, to, to put this in a way us yokels can relate right. to. Yeah. If you were to hire, say, a wedding planner. You chose the wedding planner. You said, wedding planner, this is how I would like my wedding planned. Then you hired another person to follow the wedding planner around and just constantly text you things like, she's looking at different flowers. That's not what you said you wanted. (laughs) That's right. That is exactly the level of paranoia and attempt at control that Mm -hmm. we're dealing with here. Now, here's the question. If you're one of these people sent to be the eyes and ears, yeah. are you concerned, because you should be, that someone else in that same area was sent to be eyes and ears on the eyes and ears Correct. on the head of that era? Uh-huh. As we slip further and further <laughs> down the rabbit hole to 1984. Um, <clears throat> just so you all know, this is later in the article, This the arrangement is unusual. Full stop. What? It wasn't used by Presidents Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And if that makes you not feel any different, George W. Bush. Okay. And if that doesn't make you feel any different, Bill Clinton. Okay. So the last trace presidents who all served double terms. Is that right? Did Clinton have two terms? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the last three presidents, covering the last three decades, yep. basically, none of them have done anything like yep. this before. 24 years. Yeah. And does it say that the H-Dub did it? It does not say whether H-Dub did it or not. Okay. I get a feeling. I wouldn't put it past H-Dubs. I don't think he probably did. But he probably didn't. I have a feeling he probably just didn't care. I, yeah. I think, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to levy this idea about the bushes here. And I know this is probably not an original thought. And I feel a little weird saying it. There's nothing in their ideology that I'm cool with for mm-hmm. the most part. But I think they're all decent, nice-ish people. I would assume that they are. Yeah. They seem to they be. They seem to be. Just saying. I, I have always said I would go hang out with yeah. George W. Bush. Yeah. He's got a story or two. Right. They're probably not great stories, but they're like, you know, like your your uh, uncle's good <laughs> stories that you're like, huh, that was kind That's, of funny. I like that, Uncle Bill. That would be, W. would be like a good uncle. Right. However, that good uncle always says something mildly racist <laughs> yes, and crazy. <laughs> That's Every right. time. And lately, if you were going to hang out with George W. Bush, you were just going to hear him go on and on about Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. And brush strokes. Those are the only Those two, are the things, two he things he's about. into right Painting now. Painting and Michelle Obama. He actually has dozens of pictures of Michelle Obama painted in his home. Oh, that's his next book. Mm-hmm. Wounded Veterans. <laughs> and then just Letters to Michelle. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to run through this one quick. Uh, Chuck Schumer, Chief Dim, says Democrats will filibuster Gorsuch's nomination. My question for you, how many Dr. Seuss books do you think they can get through? Do you think they can get through them all? Well, let's see. I, You know who they should get to filibuster just for fun? Mm. Al Franken. Oh, yeah. Because... My favorite senator. It's going to be a fun filibuster oh, yeah. if he's up there talking. <laughs> So I was watching uh, live uh, this week, um, also from the Washington Post. It was being streamed live. Uh, one of the confirmation hearings for Gorsuch. Yeah. And um, um, I was reminded, um, number one, about how much I like Al Franken. Yeah. And I had this vague memory. I couldn't remember for a moment. He's been a senator for a while now yeah i couldn't remember that he was in the first run of snl he He's was a writer. a writer and he uh was... and then he came back yeah and it... did all the Stuart smalley yes sketches. that's right he was actually on the show and everything um so i had a little i had a little uh moment there and then i was also as i as i continued to watch mm-hmm. um kind of off and on throughout the several hours it was on i was reminded of something that um Believe it or not, John Boehner said a while back when mm-hmm. he said, Ted Cruz is the most miserable son of a bitch I've ever met. <laughs> Ted Cruz is like watching, I don't know, I, blood dry, ice cream melt, something uncomfortable. Ted Ted Cruz is like watching a televangelist. Like he acts like a televangelist. Yeah. But you get the feeling that I assume people have after the televangelist <laughs> got arrested for drugged, drugged uh, gay sex in a bathroom. You know? Oh, that was fun. And and then they're back on stage, and you're like, if you're following televangelists, you're like, <laughs> which televangelist oh, was that? No. Oh, which one? I don't Tammy remember anymore. No, it was one. No, of them. no. There have been quite a few. He does. He does give off creepy preacher vibe. That's what Ted Cruz does feel like. This is the weirdest thing I've ever Googled in my life. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, you hear someone like, and Al Franken actually took the piss out of Ted Cruz a little bit. At, Ted at, Haggard. Ted if you, Haggard, If you yeah. Google televangelist gay sex drugs, <laughs> Ted Haggard's Wikipedia page is the first thing that Pops comes up. right up. So... So it's all the Ted's basically. Don't mm-hmm. don't trust anyone. Well, I have one friend named Ted who's great. No, don't trust anyone. Else I don't trust Ted. him. You should trust him. His name's Ted. Yeah, but he's not like the others. Um, yeah, Al Franken's very entertaining to listen to. He's very smart, yeah. very witty, very quick. Yeah, I every time I have to listen to Paul Ryan talk, <laughs> I sit there and I miss John Boehner. Because especially <laughs> once the Tea Party thing happened, right? Everything John Boehner said just was like a oh, okay. So here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Here is what we're gonna do. I'm reluctant to say this out loud, but they all want me to say it, so I'm gonna say it. 
John Boehner did always look pissed off, didn't he? Uh, he was not pleased. <laughs> he was so grumpy all the time. Uh, Gorsuch hearings, day three. Uh, Democratic senators pressed Judge Neil Gorsuch Wednesday, yesterday, to explain his views on issues such as the Constitution's emoluments clause. Very important right now. Yes. Um, that, if you are not aware, is the clause in the Constitution about taking gifts when you're in an office from a mm-hmm. foreign power. Those gifts can be approved by the Senate, by the way, but you do have to tell them about them. Right. Yeah. Um, and the notion of high crimes and misdemeanors, questions designed to more aggressively probe his independence from President Trump. Now, privately, Gorsuch, if you recall from a couple weeks ago, has a, was pissed when Trump was calling out judges and trying to undermine their authority. Well, and he said it again while he was in his confirmation hearings mm-hmm, 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 that mm-hmm. he he was not pleased they because the confirmation hearings from what i've seen have essentially turned into uh the democrats now can use it to make him say annoying things right. to republicans <laughs> that's right um, that's right <laughs> he's under oath so he now has to say it yeah 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 yep, yep, yep. so there was that uh, they asked him about Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. which his his answer was the most logical Republican conservative. I right. guess he's not Republican; he's conservative because sure, he's sure. a judge. Right, right, right. Hmm. Uh, answer, <laughs> which was essentially, yeah, that's like not changing, like ever. It's just there. It's there. It's there. It's there. So his his quote was if. Donald Trump had told him he wanted him to overturn Roe v. Wade, he would have walked out of yes, the room. Yes, he would have walked out of the room. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, I mean, if here's the thing. I don't like his his views. Sure. I think the strict, uh, strict by the book, mm-hmm. everything is ridiculous. Of the Constitution. It's, yeah. I mean, it's 2017. Mm-hmm. Things have changed. That's true. Just a little bit. Eh. I mean, like, People don't die at age 30 all the time. Like A, a few things have right. changed. It's not cool anymore to, you know, like, have sex with your slave. Mm-hmm. Which part's not cool? Um, the part that you don't want to be. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, you can't do the strict interpretation. But, if the things he said in his confirmation hearings are true. Right. Um, Donald Trump's probably going to be really mad at him oh, yeah. fairly often. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> like he's, it sounds yeah. like he's 50, 50 on a lot of things. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So eh. well, the, the, the thing, the reason it's so critical and, and people with short memories will forget that president Obama nominated someone to the yes. Supreme court. It Merrick was his Garland. opportunity to do for yes. Uh, Garland. Yes. Yes. And it was blocked hardcore by the republicans so this is in essence a stolen um a stolen supreme court nomination mm-hmm. in many mm-hmm. ways um and it, and his if he truly is an originalist a conservative interpreter or whatever he's going to tip the balance of the supreme court right now we're kind of in a dead heat yeah. we're well, in, you know and even even if he gets confirmed which is probably going to happen that's probably going to happen let's be honest yeah it's hard um, for them not to yeah um it's still just going back to what it was before. True. So it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. He, he's a traditionalist replacing another one. Yep. It's the same. <laughs> a traditionalist replacing a guy who, I'm just going to repeat this again from a couple episodes ago, died under mysterious circumstances at a weird hunting retreat with mm-hmm. a bunch of dudes. Orgy. Thank you for saying what you should read into my what? statement. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I didn't say anything. With an exercise Orgy. device nearby, mm-hmm. within arm's reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exercise device. Mm-hmm. Sex wing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. I was just going to keep saying exercise device yeah. until you yeah. until you put that mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we got? Good Lord. Um, oh, it was fun. So fun to watch the political process unveil this week with all these hearings. FBI Director Comey. Justice Department has no information that supports Trump's tweets alleging he was wiretapped by Obama. And that is the second most important thing Comey said during his entire... <laughs> the first <laughs> most important thing he said was... 
I mean, just a little thing about, oh, the FBI has been investigating Trump's ties to Russia, and there's, you know, some circumstantial type of evidence, uh, blah, 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 blah. This was you know, on whatever. Monday. Yeah. Whatever. Right, right. That, and whatever that, that was. By the way, that was the last thing he said. Yeah. He answered no other questions. He, he, it was so hilarious because he put this amazing thing out there in front of them, in front of the senators. <laughs> it was Senate, right? Or was that House? It, uh, I, yeah, either irrelevant. One. Congress people. <laughs> yeah. He put it right there in front of them. And then he refused to answer any other questions about it. He sat there for three hours to tell them two things. Mm-hmm. He told them both things pretty early on. Yeah. And then was repeatedly questioned and, um, you know said he could not answer most which i understand if yeah. they have an ongoing investigation you can't say anything because it could ruin the whole thing yeah you, know, you know he he confuses me so much because <laughs> <laughs> comey yeah yeah because i mean going back to the election it was like comey why are you saying these things you right. shouldn't be revealing details and then all the republicans are like yeah you should be telling us all this <laughs> and now they're like, no, wait, shouldn't be saying any of that. Don't do that. <laughs> Oops. Uh, let me read you one line from the story. Comey said the investigation is also exploring whether there was any coordination between the campaign, that being the Trump campaign, and the Kremlin, and, quote, whether any crimes were committed. Now, CNN last night, was it? What did CNN Possibly? say last night? Yes. I'm going to need more details to tell you. CNN reported last night that the FBI has information, mm-hmm. uh, last night being Wednesday night, that indicates associates of Donald Trump communicated with suspected Russian operatives to possibly coordinate the release of information damaging to Clinton's campaign. Here's a quote here. This is partly mm-hmm. where FBI Director James Comey was referring to. This is partly what he was referring to. When he made a bombshell announcement Monday before Congress that the FBI is investigating Trump's campaign's ties to Russia. And I'd like to take a minute to remind you, MSNBC, that that still wasn't the top headline. That was just a breaking news box at the very top of the screen. (laughs) And you would think that would be their top headline being who they are. Come on, MSNBC. Come on. Get your act together. So there you go. You make liberals look ridiculous. (laughs) Comey, by the way, comparing, watching both of these hearings, Mm -hmm. in the one you have Comey and you have, um, oh, what was the admiral's name? He looks like Steve Carell. Oh, Steve Carell. Yeah. A very... Admiral Carell. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep deprived (laughs) and um, probably like peptic Mm -hmm. Steve Carell. Yes. In a, in a naval uniform. I, he has a name, and it's... Yeah. I can't... Michael something. It's Mike, really not. Mike in, Rogers. Okay. Boom. I don't care what his Steve name is. Steve Carell. Comey and Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Carell looked like he was going to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he really did. Comey, it was actually concerning. It was concerning. He really looked like he needed a nap and, like, you know, maybe, like, I don't know, a salve of Ambien or something. Um, James Comey looked mostly comfortable, but maybe it's because he's an FBI guy. I was reading into mm-hmm. everything with him. I was like, you're really uncomfortable, aren't you? No, I think what he was doing was he was just sitting there going, oh, this is going to kill them in a second. <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> he, uh, like, the only thing that would make the entire situation better yeah. is if Comey had then picked the microphone up off of the stand and dropped it <laughs> and then had to put it back in the stand because he still has like two right. more hours yeah, he's gotta keep talking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh contrasting that with gorsuch who was oh there you go there's the expression as sober as a judge yeah and he says things like "gosh" and "G. Willikers." I know he's from the 1950s. He, um, it's it's a judge from Leave It to Beaver. He is. He is a judge. <laughs> when he goes home, his house is in black and white. That's Neil Gorsuch's life. His his wife meets him at the door in an apron with a drink and an apple pie in the other hand. That's that's Neil Gorsuch's house. He's never ever had a, a uh, margarita in his life. Maybe that's why he's such a traditionalist because it wasn't that long ago that that was all like new stuff right in his world <laughs> have you guys had mexican food <laughs> what it that's probably the issue he hasn't had it if he has mexican food all of a sudden he's going to completely change on immigration his kids are coming home being <laughs> like dad 
Dad, have you heard of Atari? Uh, yeah, he looks like he would kick up his feet in his plaid chair, smoking his pipe and reading the newspaper he, every he night. He owns several pairs of house shoes. Absolutely. Several pairs. And he has a dog <laughs> trained to bring them to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Trump family doesn't have a pet in the White House, do they? Well, they're barely in the White House. That's true. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Ivanka has 79 cats. Mm-hmm. It just in the whole West Wing. Right. They're roaming. And occasionally they let Tiffany come over. So that kind of counts. 78 <laughs> cats. 80 cats. <laughs> and each cat is outfitted with a listening device. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how this mm-hmm. White House works. Uh, Poor Tiffany. You know, you got to feel for someone um, like one of our other former presidents right mm. now. You, you got to feel for a guy like Nixon who wishes he had this technology. <laughs> you know oh what i would have done <laughs> nixon on the other hand though nixon would have never colluded with the russians no never but if you imagine if nixon had this technology you know what would have ended up happening his cloud would have gotten hacked and they would have released all the recordings <laughs> like they're still gonna come out oh, yeah. it would just be oh, yeah. very digital and oh yeah <laughs> Julian Assange would be and a fuck are you enter <laughs> and you'd get everyone would get to hear the unedited versions where they didn't bleep out what he was saying he yeah. had a poop mouth I, I heard the worst thing about Nixon is you know from the Watergate tapes it's hard to make out what he's saying over all the blubbering that his jowls do yeah uh, new documents show Trump aid laundered payments from party with Moscow ties, lawmaker alleges. <clears throat> Kiev. A Ukrainian lawmaker released new financial documents Tuesday. It's been a busy week, Nathan. Yeah. Alleging, allegedly showing that a former campaign chairman for President Trump laundered payments from the party of a disgraced ex-leader of Ukraine using offshore accounts in Belize and Kyrgyzstan. I, I see no issue with any of this. The new documents, if legitimate, <laughs> stem from business ties between the Trump aide, Paul. We, we're talking about Manafort here? Paul Manafort and the party of former Ukrainian president. I'm going to actually pronounce this. Oh, Victor good. Yanukovych. Hey! Somebody's been listening to NPR. Oh, man. Who enjoyed Moscow's backing. Thanks, Slash Maysink. Um, <laughs> Moscow's backing while he was in power. He has been in hiding in Russia since being overthrown by pro-Western protesters in 2014. For the people, not for you, because you've you've amended your statement about protests. No, not completely. But you said when they mean something. Well, they're, yeah, if they're, they're, yeah, if there is an organized <sighs> reason for protesting, right, right, right. if, for instance, um, not to spoil things for people but the science march the science that's coming march up, is coming that yeah. that's an actual reason yes um however the i'm really mad and so i'm now walking march not a great reason <laughs> by the way we're gonna do our damnedest to be at the science march right ah uh, i'm i'm for it okay good whenever earth day is it's a saturday 420 i looked it up at isn't, one point isn't 420 earth day uh, that's that's something different oh that's just reefer day that's yeah. right that's why I can never remember. <laughs> Always so high on 420. Um, Victor Yanukovych, I did it again, um, <laughs> has been in hiding in Russia since being overthrown, this is my point, by pro-Western protesters in 2014. He was overthrown by protesters and is wanted in Ukraine on corruption charges. I, I would also like to throw out, though, protesters, <clears throat> they're... Versus protesters in the United oh, States. Oh, yeah. Very different. Not every time, but yes, I know what you're saying. There, the protesters that overthrew him were not ladies in knit hats waving signs, and he just went, okay, you got me. Hey, we were there. Yeah. Yeah. We stood behind that march. I know. Absolutely, I, And I'm did. for it. I'm yeah. just saying that that's not a, we're going to replace a leader physically right now type of protest even though it was the biggest protest ever in the world it would it would um if there had been more say like i don't know like grenade launchers and things (laughs) like that maybe 
But, uh, you know, like we have signs. That's a hear us protest, right. not a we're going to destroy you. You better get into exile right now. The other problem is in Ukraine, there's no pink yarn because Ukraine is all in sepia. That's true. <laughs> it's eternally They're, in sepia. They actually, that's part of the reason the protest got out of hand like that. Yeah. They were all so mad that no one liked their hats. <laughs> it's just like, it's just a different shade of everything else. <laughs> I worked so hard on this. <laughs> And I think to myself, <laughs> what a wonderful sepia world. The Secret Service has asked for $60 million extra dollars. How many? 60? $60 million extra dollars for hmm. Trump-era hmm. travel protection, travel and protection documents show. This is not alleged. This is uh, documents. Um, offering the most, this is from the article, offering the most precise estimate yet of the escalating costs for travel and protection resulting from the unusually complicated lifestyle mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the Trump family. <sighs> um, you, you said 60. 60 million. 60 million dollars. Uh-huh. Uh, so, to, uh, you know, to look at things here, the cost of funding PBS... <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping this would happen. It's four hundred forty-five million. Uh-huh. Okay, per year. Yeah. Um, sixty million for one guy and his family to take vacations. Yeah. Not to mention the cost of the actual vacation. Correct. That's just for his armed bodyguards to follow him. That is correct, Nathan. <laughs> um. Pretty sure that's not fiscally responsible. <laughs> it says so much about him that he spends every weekend in when he could go anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He chooses to go to Florida. Let let's let's put this in a way that relates to my life. Okay. Um I this week went on vacation. Now I would have loved to have gone to, I don't know, like, I, I want to go to New Orleans. I've sure. never been there. Yeah. Uh, I I would like to go to San Francisco, see San Francisco. Oh, Instead, I went to Memphis. Do you know why? Because you can afford to go to Memphis? It's fiscally responsible, there you go. Donald. There you you go. pick the vacation that's fiscally <laughs> responsible. Washington, D.C., Right there by the ocean. You can just go to the ocean. You don't have to go down to Florida. You don't. There's the Chesapeake Bay. Isn't that far? No. You know? You. I mean, you could ride a bike there. It, it is probably close enough. You could... Well, I mean, you can't. Right. You're a blob of no, a human No, there's being. no way you could ride but, a bike. But your secret service agents could ride a bike and pull you behind yeah. in one of those children's Aww. trailers. Oh, yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> With a bonnet on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't worry about the helmet if it would, you do that. It would save so much money. It would. So much it money. Would. By the way, you're not disgusting if you look like Trump. You're only disgusting if you look like Trump, and you are Trump. Yeah. yeah. It's There are very few people who um, their personality and their appearance go hand in hand yeah. like that. <laughs> so seamlessly. Yeah. yeah. Like his his insides... Mm are just like his outside. <laughs> his soul is reflected in all of this right here in his face and his I'm too long to, tie. And After learning how often he eats McDonald's, mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder how much we could influence policy in this administration Yeah, just by forcing him to have a kale smoothie every day. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like if he if he didn't have to shit at four a.m. for an hour right. while he tweets, right? Because all he's eating is Big Macs, three meals a day. I think you'd have to start slowly moving him that way, like replace the stupid iceberg lettuce yeah. on his uh, oh, yeah, yeah. on his Big Mac, the shredded the iceberg shredded iceberg yeah. with kale. Then just take away like one patty. <laughs> just, just piece by piece, Ugh. remove 
things until he doesn't realize he's just eating a handful of kale he's, every day. He's having a salad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last thing to go is the Thousand Island yeah. dressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a little olive oil on there. Yeah. You gotta give him something. That's good. You know? That would be a great choice. It'd be a great choice. Very essential. Also, not very expensive. If you want to be fiscally responsible. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's costing the administration a ton of money right now is... Every time he's on Air Force One and he suddenly has a craving, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. fourth meal, yeah. and they have to dip down and go to Taco Bell. Right. That's costing the American people. That's silly. He wouldn't eat at Taco Bell. Oh, I'm sorry, Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Taco Bell, they've got to get across the border. <laughs> Donald Trump has never thought outside the bun. No. No. <laughs> he thinks very much directly in the middle of the bun. He thinks in the pickle placement on the McDonald's bun. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right, Nathan. <laughs> right in the middle. Oh, congratulations. I applaud you. So you, you nailed that one. Gross. Right on that. House Intelligence Chair Nunez, <laughs> or Nuns, Nunez? Uh, Nunez. 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 Apologizes for how he handled revelations surrounding Trump and his aides. Because he was a real turd of a person? Devin Nunez. Yeah. Republican, California. Mm-hmm. Apologized Thursday during a closed-door meeting for his handling of revelations about surveillance that potentially could have been collected about President Trump and his associates during the transition period. Why did he need to apologize, I wonder? His apology was generic. Uh-huh. Rep- Representative Jackie, um, S-P-E-I-E-R, Democrat, Spayer, Spire, mm-hmm. California, a member of the Intelligence Committee, said on CNN, adding that it was not clear precisely which actions he has apologized covered. Uh, Nunez came under heavy fire from Democrats on Wednesday after going first to the press, then to the White House, and then to the press again before consulting with committee colleagues about what he said was fresh intelligence about the president and his campaign aides. On Thursday, Nunez said it was a judgment call to personally brief Trump before speaking with his intelligence committee colleagues who are actively investigating allegations that Russia interfered in the 2016 elections. Well, yada, yada, yada. This proves one thing for sure. The intelligence committee does not abide by a snitches get stitches rule. (laughs) No, they most certainly do not. (laughs) Nunez is still in one piece and that... That would not fly in the streets, you remember, according to The Wire. You remember going to camp when you were a kid, and if you'd been a real shit, everybody would put bars of soap in a pillowcase. <laughs> that, that's you what Adam what, Schiff is doing. You remember right where now? that happened? Yeah. All the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Quick hits? We can do you some got quick them? hits. You yeah. got them? Let me, let me pull these you things up. load them? You got some music? You know what? Fuck you. I'm not doing it this week. You're going to have to listen to find out if I didn't or not. When I say fuck you, what I mean is... I don't even want to read them now. Oh. Play that music! (laughs) On Thursday, the Republican-controlled Senate voted to repeal an internet privacy law that would require internet providers to get permission before sharing information about your data and location. Huh. Um, If the Republicans are attempting to create a dystopian future (laughs) where privacy is a thing of the past and Big Brother knows all, Uh what is their next step? Their next step. Their next step is to make a physical manifestation of Donkey Kong to Mm -hmm. enforce all of their rules. That's correct. Yes. Thank you. Um, Republican Representative Peter <laughs> He's King. Alive! Sorry. <laughs> Go again. Republican Representative Peter King, a member of the House Intelligence Committee. Oh, yes. Said that while Trump, quote, overreacted by blaming Obama <laughs> for wiretapping Trump Tower, uh-huh. there are people in the federal government who are, quote, really committing felonies. What is the most popular felony in the federal government? <laughs> Obstruction of justice. Uh, incorrect. Oh. The correct answer is all felonies are equally wonderful. Oh. 
They like all of them. No, they're good with those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, They're not judgmental against felonies. If a felony comes and they want to get that felony, they're going to get the felony. Most (laughs) of the felonies that I have a problem with have been taken care of because of Citizens United. Mm -hmm. So we're good. Um, All right. So last week, you might recall that Rand Paul and John McCain Uh acted like frenemies by appearing on different news programs saying snide things about each other. Just back and forth. It was fantastic. Since then, though, I have heard neither one of them mention the other one. Does this mean they made up? And, if so, how? Well, you know the answer to that. Oh, no, I know the answer. I want to see if you know the answer. They had a candlelight dinner at Zaxby's. Lindsey Graham was a third wheel. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> they're okay look here's the truth john mccain <clears throat> and Rand paul are trying polyamory right yeah see in my head what i had for their makeup okay. outing uh-huh. was they went shopping together oh and there was an 80s shopping montage <laughs> where john mccain just tried on outfit after outfit Rand paul would sit there and just shake his mm-hmm. head until that last one when he gave him the big thumbs up and he said Treat yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsey Graham was very jealous. By the way, every outfit, navy suit. Just a navy suit. I mean... Very boring. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that kid's book? Um, Old hat, new hat? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he goes back to his his old hat? It's just like that. I would love to see... A politician just wear like a flashy suit one time. Just Just like one of those shark skin, like the really shiny suits. Oh, yeah. Um, And finally, Uh when asked about supporting a bill, by the way, um, real quick information on this one. The person this is about, I have disliked since junior high. Okay. Just on the basis (laughs) of seeing him makes me unhappy. (laughs) Is this new Gingrich? Uh, you'll you'll find out. Okay, all right. When asked about supporting a bill that gets rid of essential health benefits, uh-huh. Kansas Senator Pat Roberts said, "Oh, Pat Roberts, I wouldn't want to lose my mammograms." <laughs> this was painted by the reporter as Roberts being a real turd of a human being. But <laughs> what are the odds that a uh-huh. Roberts doesn't know what a mammogram is. Or B, Roberts frequently goes in and requests a mammogram because the touch of the machine is the closest thing he ever gets to human contact. <laughs> it's a solid B, but there's a C option. Okay. The C option is that he started out life mm-hmm. as a woman and he has vestigial breasts. And he still has to have mammograms he still has because to have mammograms. he's a responsible. The D option mm-hmm. is that he has such large man boobs <laughs> that he has to have a mammogram. That one's probably pretty yeah. correct. And his chances of cancer are pretty high mm-hmm. because, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's not always karmic, mm-hmm. but when you're a real shit, God really tries to give you cancer. Bad cancer. He, he almost immediately apologized on Twitter. <laughs> It, it was like he turned Good. around and went, oh, no. He should he should apologize. That was one of the things they told me not to say <laughs> oh. when I went to Senate school. Oh. Senate school. It's okay. Kansas doesn't care. They'll vote for him a thousand more times oh, till he dies. Your state sucks. Just saying. Yeah. Mine does, too. Yeah. Mine it's not too. great. Our state sucks. <laughs> the state that we currently live in is not great. No. You know? It's slightly better. I wonder what it's like to live in a blue state. I don't. The answer is I don't know. I'm dreaming wistfully. I don't know. Keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Newt Gingrich, by the way, he, <laughs> he never deserves to be talked about, really. But he was a bit quippy um, about this whole uh, White House installing um, people to spy on people they appointed. Uh huh. Um, Former White House Speaker Newt Gingrich, a Trump advisor, let's not forget that, said the president needs to dispatch political allies Mm -hmm. to the agencies to monitor a bureaucracy that's being targeted for reduction. Quote, if you drain the swamp, you better have someone who watches over the alligators, Gingrich said. These people are actively trying to undermine the new government, and they think it's their obligation to do so. 
I want to employ the Amos Moses solution to the alligators in the swamp problem. Okay. I don't know if you know this. Amos Moses was a Cajun. Okay. He lived by himself in the swamp. Mm -hmm. He hunted alligators for a living. Yeah. He'd just knock them in the head with a stump. That'll take care of it. Or we could just (laughs) dump a big bag of cement right in the swamp, let that harden. Oh, that's a great idea. Just walk right over. Now, I know it's not the most environmentally conscious way to deal with it, but eh, sacrifices. Look at it this way. You get a whole other Washington mall. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And here we have the decomposing body of Paul Ryan. Mm -hmm. Paul Ryan. I'm done. That's all I've got. That's all I got. It's the whole Washington Post ever. Yeah, it's really nice that the entire episode tonight was taken from fake news. I mean, it wasn't the failing New York Times, but I think the Washington Post is second worst. (laughs) Yeah. What with their facts, their vetting of sources. Ugh. My favorite newspaper is that one that you get at the end of Klan meetings. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. You know? mm Mm-hmm. It's like a little one-pager. Yeah. Just hits the high points. Everything you need to know. It mostly just points out things like... uh, Jews are trying to take over the world and kill yep. everyone, so yep. we have to get them. Yep. And uh, yep. also, there's always a nice chili recipe. The, that is true. That's the that's the nice, like the art section. They yeah. have like chili recipes, and there's a comic strip. It's Garfield, but they, you know, a little he boy says drew- things about like death to minorities. <laughs> <laughs> And they have the kids drawing, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, swastikas as interpreted by three-year-olds. <laughs> oh, how uh. adorable. <laughs> it's not funny. They're, those children are brainwashed. That's true. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anything is better than the coupon book you get at Masonic meetings, though. Well, that's, that's definitely true. <laughs> there have been, I don't know if this is anything to be concerned about or if this is just normal. We have a big-ass Masonic temple in downtown Nashville. Mm-hmm. Big. Yeah. It's big. There yeah, has it been... It is large. Sometimes I drive by it when I'm uh, when I'm dropping off my son at daycare. On purpose? Sort of in the general vicinity. No, I just happened to go that way. Mm-hmm. Every day this week, there have been a lot of mid, mid to older white guys yeah. smoking on the steps of the Masonic Lodge and looking like they're getting ready for something important. You know what it could be. What could it be? Not to poke holes in your theory. Oh, no. AA. (laughs) That's true. Also, the Masonic Lodge, I'm not suggesting a connection here or any Mm -hmm. sort of collusion. Yeah. Is right next to the Barbershop Quartet Society. Also, so here's my theory. Okay. Everyone in the Barbershop Quartet Society, also an alcoholic because... (laughs) They're in the Barbershop Quartet Society. (laughs) I gotta go across to the AA meeting. This is my theory. Can't prove I'm wrong. Done. Done. (laughs) Done. I feel like we've gone a long way. Yeah. It's been... Hmm. It's one of those uncomfortable silences. I'm very comfortable. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, um, so we should probably um, mention your your kung fu friend. Oh yeah! Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, thanks for Jeff uh, from Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Thank you for reminding me, Nathan. Yeah, um, I know. It's the nicest thing I've ever done. He's to one Jeff. of our yeah. He he him along with the Tattoo Bananas guys are one of our big podcasting buddies. And he had he had a anniversary show recently. His show he's, he's just reached he's a little over a year now of doing his show, and he um, he had some nice things to say about us. So thanks, Jeff. Um, next week there's a, a possibility. Mm-hmm. This came about in a roundabout way. I'm very concerned about this, by the way. Well, but we might should be. Um, there's a possibility that next week we will be appearing on another podcast here in Nashville. Uh, when our conversation began, I didn't know that they were in Nashville. Um, the, guy, the guys from Blame Your Brother is the name of the show, um, who also cover uh, politics. Um, 
shot from a, uh, a different angle than somewhat different angle than you and I. So, in your feed next week, you may have a, a a somewhat heated discussion. I think at least one of them will be a um a lefty sympathizer. No, you're a moderate. We all know that. Um, so I might have a buddy and uh, a couple other people who uh, don't see things quite the way that. Now, here's the question. Because I I'll be completely honest here. Mm-hmm. This is a safe place. I feel like I can say this. I've listened to this zero is, seconds of their show. This is not a safe place. Well, whatever. Okay. I still said it <laughs> <All> anyway. <right. laughs> okay. Um, the the first I knew that they existed was when you told me they existed. Yeah. And the second I knew that they existed was when they added me on Twitter. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Guys. So I haven't listened to them yet. Yeah. Because I have taken the week off of work. And so I'm not listening to podcasts. I'm just like, you know, relaxing, man. Enjoying life. You know, just experiencing life. Yeah. So I don't know when you say that they are approaching things from a different angle. Yeah. What the odds are we're going to have an angry Trump supporter situation. Mm Mm-mm. I don't think it's that. I, I really don't. So Having, no matter what I say about Donald Trump, they're not going to get angry. I think it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fine. Um, so if I say, like, you know how you see the evolutionary chart? Yeah. And man is here. <laughs> Donald Trump's here. Uh-huh. Just like three notches back. And there's a protozoan ahead uh-huh. of him. They're yeah. not going to be upset about that. I don't think so. Okay. Um, it seems like, well, at least from who I've been communicating with over there, one of them is a libertarian. Mm-hmm. I know this because they listened to one of our episodes where we kind of took the, the piss out of libertarians. So if I make fun of libertarians... Uh-huh. You're going to hit a nerve, I think. Is the libertarian yeah. going to be upset? Maybe. I don't know. One of them, I think, is a Democrat. One is a libertarian. The other one, I'm not sure about. There's three of them. I I will say, for the libertarian, yeah. if... if uh, Larry Libertarian's listening. Larry Libertarian. Don't know their names. Good point. I just know that they have a podcast. Yeah. Um, some Libertarian arguments are okay. I don't I don't mind the Libertarian argument for pot. It should be legal? Because... Everything should be because legal? Because why does it matter? Yeah. Or uh, the Libertarian argument for gay marriage? I don't care. Good. Yeah, take it. Yeah. If you want to say it doesn't matter to me, that's a good argument. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, <laughs> Those two particular things I can get behind. The trying to abolish driver's licenses, I'm not <laughs> quite down with. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, any, there, listen, listen. I can see eye to eye with people. Yeah, of I course. can do it. In any event, what this is, and we're not trying to disparage them in any way. I am. We're excited to, I'm excited to appear on another show. And I hate people, so it's, I'm not going well, to be excited either excited way. Anyway. You're not excited to be here right no, now. No, I kind of hate all of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm very negative. I force him every week, you guys. <laughs> I force him. I have been trained him. I entice him with treats, mm-hmm. favors. Yeah, I always show up being promised something yeah i mean it doesn't matter what and then it's never here you think you, you would think learn. i'd learn after yeah. however many 84 episodes. episodes 84 yeah there you go i don't know what that says about I, me it says a lot yeah so um uh if anything i think this is a great opportunity uh for us to come together with uh, people who may or may not share our views on things mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. i don't think these guys are pro-trump people at all they don't seem like it from listening to their show um, but I could see where we might have some some areas of disagreement, and that's good. That's healthy. That's yeah. what our that's what our uh, what our people in government are not doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Plus, I've been uh, running and doing a lot of push ups to get ready for my uh, Warrior Five K. Yes. So if there's a fight, I think I I can uh, you know do pretty well. I've I've got some upper body strength built up. And I can run if I need to. And it may be my last yeah, show. No, you're you're done. For I'm it. probably gonna die. <laughs> I do think I will be the most um, the most liberal person in the room. Yeah, I do think that's gonna be the oh, case. Oh, odds are, odds are good. You're used to that though. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. That's life. I mean, you. I live in Tennessee. Yeah. No. All right. I'm usually the <laughs> There's most. There's a liberal. preview of things to come. Also, I want to tell you guys just as a point of um, a point of point, as we are as we approach episode 100, which we are approaching. We're going to do something. 
Mm-hmm. We're not 100% sure what it'll be yet. Um, I think it's definitely going to be live. I think we've we've narrowed it down to that. Yes. What that will include, we don't know, but we're going to try to make it something really special. Or sort of special. As special as it can get? Like a two or three out of ten on the special meter. What did we say last week? Hoping for okay. That's what we aim for. Let's all hope for okay. Mm-hmm. For now, sushi jackknife. Yeah, that. Come on, you know we can't. I, I don't. I don't stop the thing until you say it. Well, I. I mean, this may just go on forever. People who don't know the name of this show say, "Oh God, he's leaving, guys. He's leaving. He's Sushi walking." Jack Knight. Thank you.